0: in the book year of yes by shonda rhimes and if if you don't know shonda shonda you may know what she's done she's she had back to back to back episodes man she owned thursday nights you know, on abc gray's anatomy scandal and how i got away with murder and i marvel over how in the hell she can write for three shows how do you how do you write for one show much less three hit shows how do you keep up with the storylines and she said writing episodes is like laying the track down to as a speeding train approaches. You get it just in time. So to say she's busy, dude, that's an understatement. But she loves to work. She calls work her her happy place, her hum, man. That's when she's that's when she's in her element, man. She's her rhythm. And to do so, she said no to everything and everybody. Talks, speeches, interviews, social gatherings. You asked, and it was a no and it's not it's not that she was um it's not that she was rude it was just she was terribly introverted, so she burned a lot of energy she didn't like being in the in the spotlight, and so it was very 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 uncomfortable for her to be uh be noticed by other people, so she liked being behind the scenes and so this is and this is what this book is about see she set out for a year after see her sister she was standing in her sister's kitchen, i think for Thanksgiving. And her sister, she and her sister were talking and her sister said, "Shana, you never say yes to anything. And that, that thing just kind of it, it resonated in, in Shauna's mind for a while. She said it was like a grenade was planted there, but nobody pulled the pin. And then one day the pin exploded. She realized she didn't say yes to anything. And so she set out for a year. She said, I'm going to show you. She said, I'm going to say yes to anything that scares me. For a whole year, she was going to do this. She said yes to commencement speeches, yes to interviews, social gatherings. If it scared her, she said yes to it. She even said yes to her children. See, she loved to work. She, she, by her own admission, she said, I would rather work than, than, than be at a swing set. See, that was, when, that was when she was in her happy place. Her comforts on it didn't, she didn't, it didn't mean she was less of a parent. It didn't mean that she loved her children less. It was just, that's what she liked to do. So she said no a lot to him. She had had three young girls. And you know what? Truthfully, she had every right to say say no. I mean, she had three shows to put up, man. She had millions of of production costs at hand. She owned Thursday. She had to earn that ranking. So much was at stake. And to be a woman, a black woman at that, and to have two shows with leading black women, to own Thursday nights, man, all of that pressure. She had to step up. She had to work. She had to work also because see she was a single mom she didn't have anybody to help her out so she worked her ass off and she worked her ass off to get to where she was today so she said no a lot and she said no when asked by our daughters if she wanted to play but it was a year of yes remember And one night Shonda Shonda had this huge, elegant ballroom gown on and her hair is all done. The driver's out front. She's got a speech to make. So she's given the speech over and over and over in her mind. And as she's rushing out the door, her daughter Emerson comes running up to her not to say bye, mommy. She says, mommy, you want to play? I mean, the timing of that. I mean, didn't, didn't Emerson see? I, I, I've got a speech to make. I'm, I'm all dressed. I've got things to do. I tell you what, we'll, we'll do this tomorrow. Mommy will double up. I promise you we'll, we'll do it tomorrow. She was almost going to say all that. But it was a year of yes. Yes, Emerson, I do want to play. And so Shonda plopped right down there on the on the ground. Her her ballroom gown poofed out, and she lay right there on the floor and played with Emerson. Her publicist was was blowing her phone up. There was a speech to give. Was she gonna show up? She's running late. She didn't answer. She didn't even care. See, she was a few minutes late. She was a few minutes late. But she said that that fire of joy after that 15 minutes. It went on for the rest of the night. She said when she got there, yes, it was no big deal. People were drinking, eating. She walked in with a wrinkled gown and heels in her hand. But she gave that speech. And she felt so good about what she did that night. It was just a few minutes. Just a few minutes to play and it was so worth it. The yes went on where she ended up, she, she said yes to so much more. There was no cell phone, no email after seven o'clock. She just put her phone aside. She said that, that, that shit's going to be there tomorrow. Weekends off, no work. And she made it a point that it, you know she, she advised her staff to do the same thing unless they were in production, no work. It was basically this. Cause, cause it was basically this, because all of our schedules are different. We all work different, different hours. You may have to work weekends. You may have to work uh, on, on nights, whatever the case may be, but it's this, here's the premise of it. Take 15 minutes out to play. And sometimes it's 15 minutes just to play alone. And sometimes it's 15 minutes just to play with your kids, to talk. No cell phone near, no work to be done, no thumbing through social media while they're trying to hold a conversation with you. Just you and them. And it's not long, man. It's 15 minutes. Rhyme said it's only 15 minutes because with kids, kids get bored after uh, they they get bored with you after 15 minutes anyway, and they're going to go find something else to do. That's why I don't do podcasts on the weekends. On Saturday and Sunday, I don't do them. I rarely do them. And the reason being is because I want to play. I want to go to Books A Million. I want to go walk the aisles at the public library. I want to sit at Starbucks. I want to go to the store with Mac. I want to watch a movie. I want to try dance moves with Mac. I want to blow bubbles. I want to play patty cake. I want to play. And that means to play, I got to leave social media. It'll be there. I don't need to take a pic of of the wonderfulness that I'm doing with my kids. Hey, look at dad. Who gives a shit, man? For the world to see? No. I need to see. I need to know. My kids need to know. Just me and them. Fuck a phone. Fuck work. Fuck Twitter. It ain't going nowhere. It's going to be there. And for me, I have shared custody. It's It's a little bit different for me. I have shared custody with my kids. So my kids, the time I have with them are limited. And I haven't always done a great job of this. So when they're with me, I make it a point now when I come home, I put the phone in the room and I just shoot the shit. We play Uno. I try a back bend walkover while my daughter laughs and I feel like my back's gonna break. Just 15 minutes, dude. It's just 15 minutes. Because it's 15 minutes now or you'll be standing there 15 minutes later asking what happened to the time. When did you grow up? I'm finding people have an emotional tank, but it's a very small emotional tank and it doesn't take much to fill it up and overflow it. Just 15 minutes. So let me ask you, you want to play?